Podcasting from Northwest Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Gen Extra Podcast, a show about Generation X, movies, technology, weird news, and anything else they feel like. Join them every Monday morning. Now, here's your hosts, Dave and Joe. Holy shit, that's us. Yes, and here we are. What is? I heard this is uh, season 300, right? It's actually season four. Hundred. Oh. No, it's uh, yeah, season yeah. four. <laughs> yeah, dude, season four, man. We've officially wrapped up season three. Yep. And uh, yeah, we are on to a new season, which means really nothing in the grand scheme of things. But also, it could mean a lot. Does it though? But, but, <laughs> I mean, but it's a little milestone. Little milestones yeah, for us, I guess. Little milestone, yeah. And we do. We try. Like I think we talked about last time. You know, every season we try to bring a, a, a couple new couple new subject areas or new influences or points to the show that that we might concentrate on during that season yeah yeah which i don't we have like we have a couple ideas rolling around but we we didn't do like a lot of homework on this yet no we did some homework but not a lot of homework yeah actually one thing that we are going to talk about towards the end of this episode uh which i thought would be perfect because my friend liz uh she she messaged me a article about it was like the top 15 gen extra movies yeah that like influenced our generation yeah and again we fell in at the end of this so we have like a slightly different perspective on it we do we do like i the list is there but we'll we have some comments we do have some comments and i also have a a huge list of honorable mentions that they fucking missed. <laughs> yes, you do have a you have a massive list of honorable mentions, dude. Like you kept blowing up my phone with honorable mentions. I'm like, how do they forget this one? This one, I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, I gotta make a yeah. list. So yeah, so that's so that's, many. That's yeah, that's gonna be the that's gonna be the closer, right? Yes, yeah, we'll close up with that. But uh, we don't really have anything specific. Um, a couple of things to talk about. I do have a media update. That we'll get to okay. in a second. It's two things I want to talk about. Uh, but the other thing, uh, going off of uh, uh, milestones, Joe, is we have hit 5,000 downloads. I have refreshed the page 5,000 times. Yes, I knew I could do it. Yeah, perfect. Good job, man. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad you no, uh, I, yeah, spiked up our numbers. It wasn't, so yes, it wasn't me refreshing the page 5,000 times. We actually have at least according to the podcast tracking application we have 5000 views of our show over over various episodes yeah actually apple uh the apple uh, analytics were higher than that they were like 5300 so i'm not even sure which one's correct but the, that's just apple though the other one the other one includes like spotify and like you know google podcasts and shit like that but uh, I don't know, just just on the Apple one alone, it was over 5,000. Well, and you know what's interesting about that, too? And I know we don't talk about this much on the show just because, like, you and I typically are the only people that see the analytics. But what's interesting is that I think it's, I think when you look at the aggregate, mm-hmm. I think it's Apple has, like, 70 or 80% of the downloads. A lot of them I are think Apple, yeah. Through, through it doesn't it doesn't have to be through iTunes interface it can just be through their page or whatever but they seem to be the main driver of downloads which always surprises me because the number doesn't really change it, the percentage generally stays about the same and if you would have asked me back when we started the podcast who I thought like the lead download API or applet would be mm-hmm. I would have guessed like either Spotify or actually through the native through our native host, which is which is Podbean, I would have guessed that they would have been either number one or two. But Apple just Apple through iTunes that API just blows the other two away. It does, and and I think the majority of the market is Apple users. Oh, in terms of podcasting, I think just in terms of people's phones, like well, that's true. That's I, true. I think that's just a lot more a people driver. have. Yeah, I think a lot more people just have Apple phones. I mean, I do. You know, we're we're an Apple family. Oh, you know, and you know, I just thought of something. You know mm. what also may be driving that? Even if I think if you click on one of our web links mm. and the iPhone realizes what you're trying to do, like in typical Apple fashion, it knows better. So it will automatically open its native like iTunes podcasting app or whatever oh, you think to, so? to, drive, to drive the download. I, I Maybe somebody with, you have an iPhone, don't you? Yeah, I don't think it ever does that for me. It doesn't just what reroute. What happens when you, 
It doesn't just reroute what? a link to like Spotify over to iTunes. Like, ah, nah, not while I'm around. <laughs> I think it just goes to Spotify. <laughs> I'm going to get you. Yeah. So I don't know. But uh, with, with all that said, though, I just wanted to take yes. a quick second and thank all of you for listening because we really enjoy doing the show. And we're so glad that everybody continues to download. We see very consistent numbers uh, you know, week to week doing the show. So thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes. All right. So on with the show, Joe. So my media uh, update is a, is a two-parter. This won't take too long. I mentioned a little while back on, yeah. God, it's been, who, who knows what episode it was, but I mentioned Naked and Afraid of Love. It, it was a, a show on Discovery that I made fun of, actually, because I'm like, I'm like, this is so stupid. A bunch of naked yeah, like people. This, this is ridiculous, right? Yeah, dating. I was, I was laughing about it. I'm like, it's so silly. Who would watch this? Well, guess who did? <laughs> Let me. Like, it probably rhymes with glue. It was me, dude. So or, I, <laughs> you. Yeah. So yeah, I was on. Uh, I like to watch those like survival shows and stuff. I'm always kind of into those. Yeah. And uh, through through the Discovery Plus app. It, just, it popped up that I remember like I watched the very first episode and then that came up on like my up next or whatever it was. Mm, it was okay, episode okay. two. I'm like, eh, like I don't really have anything else to watch. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna throw this on in the background. Who cares? So I threw it on and damn it. If I didn't get sucked into it, man, I, I don't like, I don't like dating shows like the bachelor bachelorette stuff like that. There's so many of them too. And they do nothing for right. me. Right. For some reason, like I got, I got, captivated by this and it wasn't just because of the nakedness it was like <laughs> it wasn't that it, it could have just been the environment because i was really like i because i love that environment for tv shows like you know on a you know in a jungle on a on a beach or whatever you know surviving but it was like intermixed with these like weird like dynamics of people trying to like almost speed date on this island and it was really good. And I ended up finishing the entire thing. Carrie actually came in like halfway through the season with me. Yeah. And she finished it out too. But what I was thinking was, I'm like, am I actually a fan of these stupid dating shows? And I didn't even realize it because I avoided closet, them. Closet dating show fan. Maybe. Like, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm embarrassed if I am. But so I almost want to, because I have made fun of uh, Carrie for years watching The Bachelorette. And The Bachelor. Okay. The next time a season comes on where it's like a brand new season, I am going to give it a try. And when she's listening to this, probably like in the bathroom doing her hair or whatever in the morning, uh, that's right. I'm going to try The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. And I'll, I, see, I'll see how far I can make it. I, I See, I don't know. I think I'm going to be interested to see what happens because I think this is just my... This is my I'm your friend hypothesis. Right. <laughs> I think, you can be real blunt. <laughs> yeah. I think part of the draw is still the the environment. The, the, the environment and the naked and afraid part. Yeah. Because I think the feeling with with the whole the whole idea of naked and afraid. Because I, 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 I watched the original before apparently now it's you know they have this love version. Well, they still have the regular uh, version, but this was like a Do they still make the regular version? I didn't even know that. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay, it's a great show. I could uh, I could do without the nakedness. Like that's not why I like to watch it. Well, I was just captivated because of the show itself. Because Me the too. show is 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 at least appears, and I say appears because you really don't know. But the show at least appears to be less scripted than other reality shows. Because, well, I mean, it's I don't know how you script some of that stuff. I mean, normally those people are relatively beat up, sick, and tired, and completely out of energy by the time they if if they even if they even make it i think it was the whole month or whatever oh yeah it's usually like it's usually like 21 days yeah uh, which doesn't sound so like the, a long time but you know oh that'd, that'd be yeah. a long ass time out there that'd be hard you know, every every day gets longer and longer right oh god just just constantly like you know looking for food you're like eating snails right. and shit no oh, fuck that right but that was always my draw to it was that it feels a little less scripted than the other reality shows. Oh, and, for sure. And, yeah. that, and, and I think that's what drew me to it. So I could see, and I don't know how it's going to turn out. You tell me, but when you're done watching the other ones, I could done? totally see you coming when, when you're, you, when you're done watching them, when you act like when you finish. There's no, okay. Watching. That that's be, you're a little ambitious there. 
If I can even oh. make it through like an like one episode. <laughs> right. That's well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like you oh, might get Oh, when I throw the done. towel in. Okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. Right. When you throw the talent, you may be like, okay, nope, didn't work because yes. it feels too much like a reality show. But that's my guess. That's my guess. Yeah, I'll give it an honest effort, though. I'm going to try and, like, when it does come out, I'm going to push through, like, like yeah. at least two episodes to kind of feel it out. Uh, but, yeah, dude, I will, I will definitely report back when that happens. See, I, I think it's important to note to here in season, is this season four? What season is this? What's the, oh, the new season? Yeah, season yeah. four. We're scientists. Oh. We're doing the experiments that other people can't. Oh my gosh, that could be a fun thing we do. Yeah. We we do things that we wouldn't normally do and we report yeah. back to the show. <laughs> yeah, so so for experiment number 1, you're actually going to watch some some dating reality shows, like legit ones, and, yeah, like Bachelor. Yeah, and and in the meantime, I'm going to do some homework and figure out something I can do. Yeah, something that's like not in your so what's something that like that you normally avoid, maybe that your wife watches or, or does, maybe like she's like, oh, I'm going to go this, and you're like, no, nah, I'll pass. Do you have any? There's, like there's, there's a million of them. Yeah. And of course, when you when you put me on the spot. Right, you can't uh, think of one. <laughs> I can't think of a single, I, I can't think of a single thing, but it's de it may have something to do with media, right? It might be media. Mm -hmm. um, maybe it will even be something that I'm convinced I'm not good at, uh, and she is. And maybe I could try my hand at it. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I can tell you right now, like I'm a horrible, terrible cook, and oh. she's an ex she is an excellent one. So I may have to try my hand at making a few meals this season. Yeah, it's probably going to go horribly, but we could definitely try it, dude. I I want you to do that so bad, but don't start out with something easy. I want you to like prep like a whole meal. Well, that's what it has to be, like, right? Like to a lasagna it, or something. Good, yeah. Yeah, something ridiculous to be like, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we need to definitely see pictures of it too. <laughs> Dude, that'd be amazing. My lasagna. And uh, it's just a pile of like sauce and just broken noodles. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. And then like get the official report back from Erica. Like have her jump on just for like oh. five minutes and talk about it. Yeah, that'll go well. <laughs> yeah. So like, it was so bad. Yeah. Oh, God. I think that's a great idea. And you guys heard it here. Like, we're spitballing right on the show trying to figure it out. Right. Right. You're, you're, this is a live take on our show notes, which you normally don't hear. Yeah. Yeah. I think what we should do next time, maybe I'll surprise you on which episode. I'm going to record our little conversations we have before we record. You're right. And I won't even know about it. And all right. of a sudden, be like, Debo, why'd you put that out there? Yeah. You're like, shit, talking something. <laughs> right. Oh, God. Okay. All right. So, enough of, uh, enough of that. Did I do. Uh, oh gosh, no. Okay, there was one more. Um, yes, you had one more. So uh, we don't need to. This one won't be as long. So in an, in a prior episode, I also talked about when the new HBO series uh, House of House of the Dragon, which is the prequel to Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. Do you remember this? Uh, there was a big article that got canceled. Like they HBO yeah, shut it, it they, down. Yeah, they spent all that money like in pre production, and then they shut it down. Yeah. Well, apparently. Behind the scenes, they opened it back up again. Really? Yeah, and they finished it. Like, they finished the whole series, and it is set to come out in August. I don't remember the exact date, but August 4th or something. What? But Yeah. Like, I saw, uh, so I saw they, a trailer pop up, and I'm like, wait a minute. I thought it was like one of them fake, like, fan trailers. <laughs> but it was no, real? Like, this is legit. Like, so, this is real. And they actually finished it, too. Yeah. Yeah, so they publicized absolutely nothing about it after the cancellation, and then suddenly it's like, okay, we're done. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I, then they didn't like, okay, we changed our minds. Unless I just totally missed that article or that news. You know, that right, news maybe we did. Maybe we did miss it somewhere. I don't know. I mean, I very well could have, but yeah. So for all you Game of Thrones fans out there, uh, it is actually happening. It's happened, and it's yeah. coming out. So I there you go. House of the Dragon official teaser trailer. I mean, yeah, it, clearly it's... It's out there. And you said you you only watched none of Game of Thrones? <laughs> I've only watched none. I've only watched none of Game of Thrones. I was going to say like one season, but I'm like, wait, I'm like, or, or is it none? Like, is it zero? Have it's you watched zero. any? It's still it's zero. zero. It's okay. still zero. All right. Yeah. This is going to be one for you for this season. Another experiment, right? You, you got to try and put in like the first like couple few episodes. Okay. And you got to report back and see where you're at. Like, I hate this or okay, damn it, this is really getting, like, getting it. Like, I love it. You should really give it a try, dude, especially with this coming and, out. And, and HBO Max has me covered, right? Because we have a subscription to HBO Max. Yeah, it's all on there. Okay. Yeah, although they bury it, though. Like, you really got to kind of find it. But 
uh, which I think they is don't want the, you, they don't want you watching it anymore. I don't know. Anytime I want to see it, I'm like I literally have to search for it because it's nowhere on like their homepage. Okay. I'm like, dude, it's not like it's that old. Keep it, you know, in the like prominent position somewhere on the page. Yeah. <sighs> but okay, uh, uh, let's move on to the next thing, Joe. You you are a proud new owner of a new piece of yard equipment. Yes. Yes, I have purchased. You ready for this? I know mm-hmm. this is exciting. Here we go. I have purchased a fully electric battery powered lawnmower. I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, it's it, it, I feel like it's one of those things that only people who live in like the suburbs or like a or like a city yard would buy. Yeah. But we don't even have a small yard though either. Like your yard's pretty good size. But I Oh, well, here's what I found. So my combustion lawnmower mm-hmm. started dying on me a couple years back. Yeah, I remember. And I just got, and a friend of mine who's really, really well-versed in just, you know, engine repair and upkeep and everything was able to get it running for me um, a couple of summers ago. So I was able to at least get the yard mode. But it kept dying, it kept dying, it kept dying. He was able to keep it alive. Um and then, like after after a while, I just it was it just it just wouldn't work anymore. Mm. It just I could not keep it started. Even did all this. I know everyone who who understands this stuff is probably yelling at, at the pot. Like, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do this? Right? We, we did all, all or most of that, and I just couldn't keep it running. And I just got sick and tired of dealing with it. So last year, um, because uh, because of Elliot being born. I just got a yard company to come do our yard. Yeah. And I did that in town for a couple of few years, actually. Yeah. It's just, I just did not have the time last year, which I know is a ridiculous excuse. I probably did have the time, but I just did not have the time last year to mow the front yard or the backyard. So I just had a company come do it. And then this year I got to looking, I got, went back to the shed. I was like, Oh, this, this stupid combustion engine lawnmower is back here. I don't know what to do with it. It's basically, it needs to go out on the curb. So somebody just takes it. And I'm like, what am I going to do? And I started, so, and I didn't even intend to go this direction, but I started looking at the home, you know, the home shopping, you know, the, the, the home goods, whatever you want to call it, home warehouse stores, like yeah. Lowe's and Home Depot. And guess what? If you go to a Lowe's or Home Depot, mm-hmm. they're, they heavily concentrate now on electric lawnmowers. No it kidding. used to be like, yeah, it used to be, you know, like three, four, five, ten years ago, you go to their websites and it's all gas, 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 get right? Yeah. Now, they push the electric mowers really hard, and they basically have buried, they have buried the the gas-powered engine lawnmowers. Like the, pu- the push you, mowers. Yeah, 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 exactly, yes. Of course, like, okay, yes, to be clear, super clear here, like, if you're still looking at, like, a tractor or something because you have acres of... Yeah, we those could never have one of those. Pro- exactly. Those things are still primarily gas-powered. But if you're talking about mowing a quarter acre of a yard, right, they're heavily pushing the electric mowers. And to be fair, they're actually, like, from what I've read, so mm-hmm. I did my research, as I, I still wasn't really going to go that direction, then I started doing my research. Uh, they're rugged. They last for an hour. Uh, they, la- they last for an hour. Their torque is absolutely amazing because it's all electric power. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I said, you know what? I'm going to stop trying to fight the, fight the recommendation here. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to get one. So I ended up getting a, a battery last, the one I got lasts an hour without on a full charge. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a ton of torque. It's got a ton of cutting, uh, you know, cutting width. So I'm really excited to try it this summer, which sounds ridiculous because it's mowing grass. But I just got tired of dealing with combustion engines in, in terms of mowing my grass. Yeah, I know. I, the, I've i had those push mowers in the past, too, for, for when we lived in town. And they can definitely be a pain in the butt. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like the Briggs and Stratton mower, the, you know, the engine on them. They're always a little bit finicky after a while. They are. Yeah. Uh, you know, the. Oh, sorry, I just got text. Uh. Yeah, so I don't know. We, I mean, we obviously have a gas-powered, you know, lawn tractor for doing here because we just have you know too many acres. You have acres of land to mow. Yeah, yeah. Which I will say, the new one, uh, we we had to actually recently uh, get a new lawn mower because our other one, you know, shit the bed. And dude, it's nice, man. Like actually, it had a little bit of a bigger deck on it than our other one, 
You're right. And it, uh, it, we can do like almost the entire yard in like two hours, which before it took us about three. So it cut like that's an that, hour. You know, that's, that's not too bad, no. especially with your yard. Yeah. Yeah. Mows faster, mows wider. So there you go. <laughs> well, here's the thing I always like about electric stuff because I have, I have an electric, I also have an electric snowblower, mm -hmm. right? It's, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you it's a small one. It's, it's not that great, but you know what? Oh, probably quiet. It's quiet and there is absolutely zero maintenance. Yeah. When you're done, when you're done with in this, let me just be super clear about this. The lawnmower I got is of a much higher quality value than my, my little tiny ass electric snowblower. But here's the thing. I don't care if it's a cheap one or an expensive one. Maintenance on electric powered stuff is nearly zero. Plug it in. <laughs> yeah. And if it turns on, great. You just run it for the next 10 years. And when it dies, you throw it out and you buy another one. Yes. It's like... As our society has proven over the years that that is what we do. <laughs> yeah, we're really good at that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You're like, oh, my so, TV broke? Throw it in the garbage. Get a new one. Yeah, I mean, what? It was right because so many flat screens now are like under $500 if you just want to get the, if you just want to get like the standard model. Which is bad, yeah, because it, you can literally, it, it costs more to fix than it does to just yep. buy another one. Throw it away and buy another one. Now, this wasn't, I don't, I'm not bragging, don't, I don't want people to take this the wrong way. I'm not bragging about it. This was, this is what they consider a quote unquote like mid priced. Oh, electric mower. It wasn't one of the mm -hmm. cheap ones. It wasn't super expensive, but it <laughs> right. was, but it was, mm, right. <laughs> Mid-level Joe. Mid-level. Mm, I'm drinking, I'm drinking mid-level red wine here. Mm. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> it's from the middle shelf. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No dust on these bottles when I buy them. No. And I'm going to make sure that lawnmower isn't dusty either. After every mow, I'm going to clean it up. I say that, but I'm not. Uh, you will for the first, like, probably three or four mows, and then you'll give up on yeah. it. Yeah, then you get sick of it, yep. Yeah, you're like, ugh. Especially in the spring, when the grass just keeps growing. Yep, oh, that's what, our, that's what I'm coming up on right now. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll be interested to hear. Uh, you, so you haven't mowed with it yet, though, right? No, because it's been raining the past week, and I've really I've been itching to get it out there, and I haven't been able to because it's soaking wet outside. Yeah, well, after tomorrow, the weather is supposed to change pretty significantly, so... Uh, I think Sunday, so Mother's Day on for like the whole week is no rain, sunshine, like upwards of 80 by the end of the week. So I think you're going to have a chance this week to use it. That actually sounds excellent because that's what we need. We need some dry weather so I can get out there and mow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited too. To, we, I've had to mow twice already and it has not been fun because if we don't, oh. get, if we don't get ahead of it, it gets bad. Oh, I could see. Yeah, because you, your yard will turn into a, a cornfield. Yeah, but you're trying to you know go around and mow and like literally I'm hitting like like puddles that are like five foot six oh, foot long. Oh man! Yeah, they just like spraying water from you know all over the place. So, yeah. <laughs> you're like basically four wheeling while you're doing that. Pretty much, yeah. So yeah, dude, I'm, I'm excited to hear your uh, uh, take on the electric lawnmower. Yeah, uh, we'll check know, it out by the end of this too. by the end of the season. I mean, hopefully it's good news, but we'll know by the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. I want to hear after the first time you use this. So next episode. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's let's move on here. Um, what do we got? Uh, oh, the uh, I actually heard about this from a friend of mine. I was yeah. I stopped in a local hardware store and I was buying something, and I don't even know how it came up, but he was telling me this story. I was like, I'm like, really? And we were talking about it, so I'm like, I had to come home and Google it. And I sent you the article, and it was yes, you did. It was actually from Erie, like it's it's a like super local story. Yep, these two two dudes they found a Home Depot gift card lying on the ground somewhere, and which I thought was kind of strange that they would even pick it up and check, but they they did. They picked it up and they checked the yeah. balance on it, and it had like two thousand dollars on it. If I walked past a gift card laying on the ground, my first assumption would be, well, that's empty. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Because yeah, and, 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 you do. Because people take their gift cards, and unfortunately, some people don't really respect the environment all that much, just throw it on the ground. Yeah. I wouldn't even pick it up. I wouldn't even bother. If I were to pick it up, it'd be to throw it in the garbage. So the fact that they picked it up and actually checked the balance on it was, was interesting that they yeah. would do that. So, But anyway, so... 
like I said, they, they did that. But then this is the question that I had. So if that were to happen, I'll get on to what they did here in a second. If you, if yeah. you haven't heard the story, if you were to find a gift card and actually do that, check the balance and there was a whole bunch of money on it, what would you do? I know what you were what? supposed to do. <laughs> but would you keep it or would you like go into Home Depot and say, hey, I just found this gift card on the ground. It has a lot of money on it. What do I do with this thing? Like, I feel like that's where I would go initially. But at the same time, like, let's say you're like remodeling a, you know, a bathroom or something. Right, right. And you're like, hmm. <laughs> like, I got to buy all this hmm. tile and shit. This, this could this really come in handy. This got a lot cheaper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know where I'd be at with that. Do you know, what would you do? Well, let's, we have to think we have to clarify something here. And I apologize if you already said it. There was a significant amount of money on this card. $2,000. I mean, the story, I think, changes. What you do with it adjusts itself, or you have to adjust your own moral compass. I'm not saying anyone's right or wrong about this. That's not what I'm saying. When you pick it up and you find out, or you take it to like a scanner or whatever, and there's like $2,000 on this, you're right. It'll, and a lot of times it looks lost, and I'm not sure how that, I'm not sure how the law works in that case, to be honest with you. It looks like it does not look... It does not look favorably upon this, but you find a lost gift card has two thousand dollars on it. I mean, that's like that's the equivalent. Isn't that is how is that not the equivalent of finding two thousand dollars laying on the ground? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, how do you? Okay, so I guess let, let me just clarify what happened here. Yeah, let's no let's finish the. Where's so, it at now? Like, where's the story at now? Home Depot was able to like. The, I'm sorry, I'm just rambling here. But the uh, okay, so the person that lost the card, yeah, contacted Home Depot. They they tracked down the card numbers through the purchase of the card. Okay, so they figured out what the card was. Then they saw on their system that it was used in a Home Depot store, two different stores, I think it was. Okay, and so they they time stamped. They went to the cameras, the security cameras, and they saw the two guys. And carts like loaded with shit, man. <laughs> Like power tools, air compressors, uh, like a like a table saw. Like they were just loading up, man. They're like free money. Like I'm yeah. And so so they found the guys. They tracked them down through like their uh, license plate from the parking lot, and they arrested them. They got they got charged with a felony, a fucking felony. This is this this is where I think it starts to become problematic. Yeah, like I was like, I was on the side of these guys really as far as the the legality of it because I I couldn't believe that they got charged with felonies, felony theft. It was it was it was felony theft? Probably because it was above a certain amount. That's what I thought. It's, the, right. The the legal uh, mumbo jumbo, it must change at a certain dollar amount, which makes it a felony. But it wasn't well, stolen though. Well, here you know what, I. This is this is completely. I'm just spitballing here. Mm -hmm. Here's where I think it's different than cash. It's because the gift card itself is an owned object, and it's uh, yeah. You know, I guess it'd be. Is that about the same though? If they uh, if they found a credit card, is that where they're kind of like? That's ex that's ex exactly what I was thinking. Is it essentially at that point instead of finding cash on the ground, which uh -huh. can be argued as not owned or lost or it's not reasonable or if you're to, walking to find into, the owner you can't find the owner yeah right it, it's not reasonable to expect the person to pick up a ten dollar bill or a hundred dollar bill off the ground and say where did this come from it's not reasonable but it's reasonable and i'm not saying it's perfect i'm not saying the law is right i'm just saying it's reasonable to expect that if you find a gift card on the ground and realize it has two thousand dollars in it that you're supposed to return it to Lowe's or Home Depot or whatever and say, this still has money on it. I think that's why this case has spun so far out of control. And 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 these the the poor folks who did this, who probably were treating it like cash and didn't even realize that. I, I don't know. I don't want to see him get put through the ringer, but I think that's why the law differs on what happened. Yeah. There is definitely like a there there is like a weird like gray area with yeah. With like, you know, credit card theft versus 
finding a gift card theft. But yeah, I think you're absolutely right because because it was a purchased item. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I mean, I don't know. Like if you find something laying on the ground that was quote unquote purchased, but I, it has to do something with I think with the 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 credit nature of it, or you know, I think so. I think so. Yeah. So there you go. So I guess the uh, the lesson to be learned here is if you find a gift card on the ground, it has money on it, turn that shit in. <laughs> right. Because you will end up, if I guess if it's above 1000 or 1500 or whatever it was, or 2000 yeah, you'll end up apparently with a felony. Now, what I think, I think they should have been like, return the stuff right now, literally take them down to the store, tell them to return it and drop the charges. Yes. I would have been absolutely pleading my case. I don't think I actually would have gone through this. I would have turned it in. I don't think I, I could tell you right off the bat if I was out, especially if I was like outside a Home Depot or whatever, and I found a gift card, I just take the damn thing inside. Yeah, me too. But I can see them. I can see the mistake here. Yes. But geez, I hope it doesn't ruin these their lives. You know, I yeah. just don't. You don't. I don't want to see that happen. Over this. No, no. Just take this shit back. You know, it's like let's just you know take it back. Shame on you. <laughs> and call it a day. You know. I know, but I, I feel like. And this is more of a commentary we don't have to get into, but I feel like today it's book them and then let the system sort them out, which I don't really think is fair, but and it's a story for another time. Yeah, chalk it down to a misdemeanor theft or something like that. Exactly. If there even is a yep. thing. Yep, there is, there is, but um, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. we'll see. We'll give you an update if we see anything else on that one. But yeah, I just thought that was a pretty interesting story. Yeah. So yeah, that's just fucked up. Um all right, so let's. Uh, we got we got one more subject here, Joe. Before I thought we I thought we had two. Oh wait, one more subject before the end. Yeah, before the end. Yes, yeah, before the big Gen Extra movie list. I'm excited for that because with the uh, you know with with the new season uh, upon us, uh, it sort of kind of takes us back to the roots of this show from yes. when we started, uh, which was like like everything you know everything Gen X, and this one kind of falls right yep. in, right into place, and I, I'm excited to talk about that, but. You you had the, you had something that you were bringing to the show, and what'd you call it? I don't even remember now. I I have an I, I have an idea for a segment. We're gonna we're, we'll trial it this week, um, called "What's the Point?" Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. what? Yeah, explain the idea you had behind this, and hopefully what hopefully we have something the, that works for it. Yeah, right. Well, we're right. This is all. Hey, works. This is all. This season's all about experimenting, right? Yeah. What's the point? The the point of what's the point? Is to discuss as discuss uh, ideas, objects, subjects, whatever it may be, that it is difficult to ascertain or to defend the point of that thing existing or being, you know, or being a thing or being a subject or whatever. Yeah. And how I came upon this was um, the origin of this was I was in my car. I, I was in my car driving to Lowe's mm -hmm. uh, with a stolen gift because, card, <laughs> right? With a stolen gift card to buy my new electric mower. Right. Aha. <laughs> That's where it went. I knew it. I, I found you. Um, and I was, I took, I took, uh, I took Erica's uh, vehicle mm -hmm. and she has, she has XM. I have XM. She has XM. And some of her, uh, quick hits on her radio station are like the, the, like, uh, zero through like 20 basically. Okay. And I think channel 10, I'm going to make this quick as quick as I can. Channel 10 is like, is like, is, I think it's called pop 2k. Yeah. And what a lot of people don't know about XM is like the first 10 or 20 channels are still edited. Like XM still makes those channels like what, what you want to call quote unquote radio friendly. Yeah. You can so, get into the more explicit channels, like uh, the higher channels. Right. It, beyond those like 10 or 20 channels, everything else is back to like, you can actually hear the whole song or you'll, or, or people can swear on the talk show or whatever. It, right. it, 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 Cause it's all doesn't fall under the, you know, FCC broadcast regulations or whatever. So, but the first 20 channels are, are edited. So if anyone remembers the song by Eminem, shake that it's, which features Eminem and uh, Nate dog, which again, two very well, we'll call it late gen X icons. Right. That song is relatively explicit. It's also being played as I'm in the car listening to it mm -hmm. on one of Erica's top channels here. I was, I'm just keying through the channels and the song comes on. It's rather explicit, but it's being played on Pop 2K, which is an edited channel, which means probably like five to 10 seconds, another word was removed or edited or changed or just blanked out. And it made the song near you couldn't even listen to it right because 
so much of the song was now missing or chunked out because it had to be on an edited channel that basically the only thing that you were getting complete was the music section, but the words were all like cut up and chopped up and missing and bleeped out. And I just got to thinking, I'm like, what's the point? Right. Cause it's, right? it's so altered from the original. Yes. That it's not even the song. I mean, it's still the song, but the, the lyrics are so butchered up that, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I guess, it, I guess exposure to the song. Right. Is that the point? But at this point in time, right. That song is so old now. Yeah. I don't know. Like just play it on the explicit ones. It has so many swear words in it that, that it shouldn't even be attempted to be played on something that's uh, the censored. That And that's right. And that's what I was thinking. I was like, why waste the time playing this song on this channel if it's going to sound like this? Which I, then I got to, I, I kind of got to talking to you about this subject area and it takes us to like the broader, what about the broader picture or picture that everybody complains about, which is when you watch like a heavily edited or or changed action sequence or movie or something on one of on one of the broadcast television stations yeah dude i forgot we point? talked about this yeah there what movie did i give it as, as an example like, what, well there was snakes on a plane, oh, yeah, and on a plane. yes <laughs> yeah dude snakes on a plane i saw it on like tbs or something yeah and he was like i'm tired of these mother sucking snakes on this mother sucking plane <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm like come on i'm like you can't do that to sam jackson and, and that's like, and I, even though as silly as that movie is, right? Because it really literally got made as a joke. Mm -hmm. um, that was like an iconic line from that movie. Right, yeah. Same with Die Hard. It was, because in, in that one, uh, the the famous line was yippee Kaye, you know, motherfucker. And yeah, right. The uh, the edited version was, I think it was, he, he like, he flicks his lighter and, and he like, Throws on the air. No, which one? Anyway, I don't know what the fuck's even was. But anyway, it's, it's so bad though. But he uh, he goes. He's like yippee kaye, mother cutter. Yeah, and it was a, it was that weird like little like you could hear it edited over. It's like mother cutter. Like it didn't yeah. even match right. <laughs> <laughs> and they do this all the time with those movies. Someone will be turn around and they'll like and they'll cut out the word and they'll be like, I'm gonna like instead of saying I'm gonna get you 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 know like you just said like I'm gonna get you 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 mad hatter <laughs> right <What>? yeah. <laughs> And, and they always pick like the worst terms to put in place of, of, of the words that they replaced. Yeah. It still like, rhymes like the, with the bad words sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mother sucker. Yeah. Right. Oh uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I get the point of it so they can play it because they have, you know, rules, but at the same time, it's like, ah, come on, man. Like, what's the point? You're ruining the movie. You're ruining it. <laughs> Exactly. And it gets even, I mean, maybe, I don't know if you could say worse, but I would think worse is that what, like somebody goes to, it's like an action sequence and you know, like watching the action sequence that something serious was just cut out because, uh, it'll it show, show like, it. yeah, no, right. It'll, it'll show somebody about to do something and then it'll show like a frame, like seven seconds later with like the bad guy just laying on the ground and you're like, uh, what, what, what happened to the rest of the movie? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like the actual, like, like death scene, the kill shot. Of, of a movie yeah. and they cut it it's like gunfires the they cut out dude getting hit by bullet and they just <laughs> and they just show dude on the ground or they don't even do that because because no. they can't show that either no oh yeah again what what is the point what is the point yeah and i mean i just that when i heard that song i just and that was one of the worst examples i've ever heard like i i cannot stress enough how absolutely I think dumb it is to be playing that song on, on the pop 2k channel. I've heard because other song ones. Is, yes. I've heard other ones like that too. Yeah. And I just, I cannot think of an example of ones that I heard, but I remember like that one you were saying that when I heard the actual version of it, the real version. Yeah. I'm like, that's what they were supposed to be saying there. I'm like, well, you, Oh, you know, you, you I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Remember uh, it was the black eyed peas. Their radio edit ended up oh, ended yeah. up becoming more popular than their original version. It was uh, let uh, let's get started. Is that let's get started and here yeah. something like that? I didn't know that that wasn't the original title of the song. The song lyric, uh, right? The uh, I'll go ahead and say it because it's offensive. The actual real song, if you're if you don't know, is called "Let's Get Retarded." Because back in two thousand three. You just, it was like, whatever. It was still okay then. Yeah. yeah. Apparently. <laughs> uh, 
uh, yeah, so yeah, that was the actual name of that song. Yeah, and that the radio edit, I guess in an almost opposite to what's the point point, the radio edit becomes the de facto version and and people are now like, wait a minute, you really the title of the song was let you know, again, I'll say it for the fact that we're talking about it, like let's get retarded. Like that that's the name of the song. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't you reminded me of that and I was like Holy smokes, it really is Let's Get Retarded. I can't believe that... I, I'm not sure how many people still remember that. I kind of want to hear... I, I, I don't even know if I've ever heard, or maybe once. Yeah. But the one that always sticks out in my mind in, in that example is Let's Get It Started in here. Yeah. Like, yeah, I kind of want to hear the other version. I bet it's like... I bet it's fun to listen to, like, in a club. You know, people are like going like crazy and getting drunk and right because that's probably I mean, assuming right because I you know I don't think you and I were either of us were big club people, but I'm assuming the people who are like, of course it was like, of course that was the name were people that were going to listen to the real version. Yeah, yeah, you're not gonna play it like on a on a like a a, a chill out like back deck party. You know what I mean? Like, no, right, right, or or even like you know on any of the channels in in the lower XM range, right? Because it's all let's get started, and that's. Like my daughter, right? She, if she's heard that song, she knows it's "Let's Get Started." Well, right? I guess that is the point. You don't want them. You don't want her singing the yeah. other version. <laughs> but even so, but even then, I will kind of defend the Black Eyed Peas in that manner and say at least their radio edit was a complete redoing of the song itself. Yes, it wasn't just what's the point in terms of let's just chop the song all up so it doesn't even sound like it anymore. Or just shoehorn something in there that doesn't even fit right, you know? <laughs> you mother grabber. Yeah. Like, let's get schmuckarded in here. Yeah. <laughs> what did he just say? Like, what? Like, I don't know. People just sing it that way because they think it's, like, creative. Like, that's what he meant. <laughs> right. He meant schmuckarded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard that. I've heard schmuckarded before. Yeah, totally. That's it. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Or it's like, let's not get carded in here. There you go. <laughs> let's not get carded in here. <laughs> And that'll be the new club song for all the underagers. <laughs> oh, they oh they missed they did miss they it. missed a golden opportunity. <laughs> Let's not get carded in here. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I I oh, think perfect. we are I think we will have to release our own Joe and Debo version. Oh God, we're gonna have to get rights to be able to do that, dude. We can can you put out a parody or you still gotta get rights? Yeah, no, parody. Parody's protected by fair use. How do you think Weird Al did it? Oh, perfect. All right, so we're, we're gonna have to yep. figure that out. <laughs> Let's go. We'll do like full auto tune. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. You're giving me so many terrible ideas. Oh man, that's funny. All right. So do you have any other examples on there? I there will be more. Okay. We are going to return to what's the point this season. Uh, yeah. But I do. I actually have some subject areas uh, for another time. Yeah. So now that it's on my radar, I will like, because so many times just out, you know, in the world doing anything yep. from normal everyday shit, I will utter those words on occasion. I'm like, yeah, what's, what's the, the point? point? Yeah. I'm like, yep. so, so now I'm going to actually like make note of it when I'm out doing something. It, it's funny too, because it's funny you say that because I, as soon as I heard that, as soon as I got to Lowe's and I stopped and I pulled out my phone and I wrote it down in my in my notebook app mm. so I would not forget yeah. the idea for what's the point. Yeah, I do that. I do that so often. So all right, so we got about we got 15 minutes left, Joe. Let's uh let's move on Perfect. to the uh the article submitted again by our listener Liz, who was also on the show about probably yes. I don't know, five, eight, ten episodes ago. Her and Matt were on. Some number, right? Yeah, a little while ago. Yeah, you can check that out. It was it was in season three. It's called yep. it was called Hanging with Liz and Matt. It's a fun episode. It was. Uh, so this, the title of this, I'm going to let you read these on the yeah. list because I am going to read my list of movies they forgot. Uh, but so the, the title is 15 movies that define Gen X mm -hmm. from the Goonies to Reality Bites. Yeah, they kind of give away, they kind of give away the, some yeah, of it. The first right and last in the one. title, right? <laughs> I know it's like this is from Collider, right? And Collider is a a movie slash media slash uh, you know streaming review review and critic site, and they don't even have them in any particular order. But you're right; they start with number one is the Goonies, 1985, and I, yeah, before, okay, yeah. Before we start even really getting into this, we talked before the show. We did. We're not going to do like a massive deep dive into every single no. movie they have on here. Just maybe some notable ones for us. Uh, so yeah, hang in there. It's not going to be. 
It's not going to yeah, be extensive. This is not going to be another hour of the show talking about the Goonies, yeah. <laughs> which I probably. But wait, there's 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 definitely some comments we want to make on this list, which is which is kind of the point of going through this. So they've got the Goonies on here, 1985, and I think anybody from that generation, literally, right? I mean, I've I've been I've been hearing or listening to or participating in Goonies conversations for pretty much as long as I can remember. So I get that. Yeah, for me, like for me with the Goonies, it, it falls into that category of like the like the child hood like kind of yeah. adventure movie i love those kind of movies for some reason like even as, yeah. as a kid doing an adult like i just i enjoy them like uh like it like the new version of it uh oh me. yeah it was a great like childhood adventure story um super eight which was amazing again i did like super eight oh, so good yeah so that i love those kind of movies Right. And I don't, I have to admit, I, as for as much as I've heard people talk about the Goonies, I don't remember that much about it, but I have seen it a handful of times and yeah, I, I can see why it's on here. Yeah. Remember these, these define Gen X. Yeah. Which again, yeah, we'll get into here in a little bit. Like when we don't talk about define, because I'm, I'm not sure some of these, I'm not sure some of these should have replaced some of our other items, but we'll find out. Yeah. All right. uh, Pretty in pink, 1986. I admit I am not I missed this one in my in my coming of age. You never seen Pretty in Pink? I miss Pretty in Pink. Oh so you have to tell me. It's a fantastic movie. Okay. Dude, you have to watch this movie. It is a it is a great like that teenage high school okay. uh you know movie from back, you know, was it 86 or something like that? They say 86. Yeah. Uh yeah, the I remember a little Chinese kid that was in it, uh Long Duck Dong or something like that. <laughs> uh, dude, he is, was so funny. <laughs> is it? Is it, I'm assuming it's like it's a it's a comedy, right? Yeah, it's or a, is it? It's like a, a rom. It's sort of a rom com. It is a rom com. Okay. Yeah, yeah but uh, very great movie. Love that movie. Dirty Dancing, 1987. So pretty. I think a, a, a decent entry to the list. Again, Dirty Dancing isn't something that I particularly play, paid attention to, and this this gets into what you and I were talking about before about being. Being late Gen X, mm. being the being the door into the millennial generation, being late Gen X, I think changes my view on some of these movies. But Dirty Dancing, I can see why Dirty Dancing is on the list. But again, not something at seven years old that I that I attached to very well. Oh gosh, no, no. When I was younger, I was subjected to this movie because of my sister, and it I hated it so much when I was <laughs> when I was a young man you know, 10 years older, you know, just, yeah. just playing this movie over and over again. And it was for girls in the Gen X, this absolutely defined the Gen Extra, you know, movies for them for well, sure. sure. Sure as heck sounds like it. Uh, but I actually came to appreciate this movie as I got older. Like I just, I enjoy it yeah. now. I actually watched it recently. Okay. My wife, I don't know if we talked about this on the show or maybe just privately, but my, my wife was watching this, dirty dancing like reality show where these these couples were they were recreating all the all the dancing moments in that movie yeah and it was actually pretty cool to see i, I saw like bits and pieces of it but it started making me want to watch the movie again so right the choreography is great right yeah so actually when when the show was over like she went into the bedroom for a second and i'm like hurry up like i queued up dirty dancing she came back out and she's like what are you doing i'm like watching the movie let's go <laughs> yeah come on yeah so yeah i i like that movie now, now, uh, yeah, now, right? Yeah. Uh, Let me just be clear. <laughs> uh, but again, no, but same thing. Like when I was younger, I, it wasn't something that attached to me, though I can see why they're making the argument it should be on the list. The next one, though, the next one, though, I will defend on the list because I have seen it. <laughs> I'm going to make a joke here. Uh, 167 times, but, and I don't know if that's actually the count, but it just keeps getting funnier. And the reason why I say that is because it's Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Yes, (laughs) I, I have, I don't know why. And it was either my dad had, had, had recorded it and we just had it in the home or I just liked it. But I have seen this movie so many times and it was absolutely in the eighties, late eighties, particularly one of like the defining moments in my everything from like my youth to my teenage years in terms, not defining moments, but one of the defining pieces of media that like, if I was bored, I would just watch Beetlejuice again. Yeah. I watched this a lot when I was younger. One of Michael Keaton's, I think best roles ever. What about Batman? 
Oh, but so I'm just saying one of his best oh, roles. Oh, okay. One say. of his best roles. Not his best role, one of his best roles. Maybe a second best. M multiplicity might be up there. <laughs> yeah, multiplicity was good. Multiplicity well, was wasn't good. that bad. Uh, I'm going to go through these next few, you know, just, just so we can keep the list moving. Yeah, yeah, So they've got Heather's 1988. I never even saw it. Say Anything, 1989. Good flick, but not in my, like, I've seen it, like, probably... I would say two, three times in. Yeah. It wasn't like my jam. Like, it's okay. Right, right, right. Do the Right Thing, 1989. Uh, his star Spike Lee. I, again, I admit, I this was not a movie that 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 I, I didn't even see it. And I feel I've like I should seen have seen it. I think I, I feel like I should have seen it, and I haven't seen it. I feel like I need to see it. It made this yeah. list. I know. That's what I'm saying. If it's on this list, how did, you know, I, I missed, of course I was nine years old. So yeah, some of these, Spike I, I Lee. yeah. Pump up the volume 1990 with Christian Slater. All right. This Something is, this is where, again. this is where Christian Slater apparently makes his, uh, his debut. Is this, is, is this it? <laughs> I don't know, but he's in like a couple of these after that, but okay. Uh, yeah. Pump up the, I have not seen this movie either. He's a, uh, he's a radio, radio DJ. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe maybe this is worth a watch too. Yeah, something like we should. We have to. We. It's hard to define the list, or it's hard to defend. Like I'll say it this way: it's hard to defend the list if you haven't seen all of them. So I, I think now I'm going to have a natural inclination to want to replace some of these. The one, I, this next one though, I will definitely, I will definitely defend. Should be on here is Boys in the Hood, 1991. 100, percent dude. This movie was so uh, good. Boys of the Hood is an excellent film, I, and I think it's honestly, I still think it's relevant today. So if you haven't seen Boys in the Hood, go watch Boys in the Hood. Yeah, it's got Cuba Gooding, uh, oh, Ice Cube, or Ice, Ice Cube, Ice Cube. Yep. Yeah, it's a great. It was such a good movie. It's like so yes. good, dude. Like just that. I can't even honestly. I can't remember the the actual like plot line of the movie. I just remember knowing and remembering that it was a good movie. It's a very uh, what's the word I'm looking for revealing depiction of of like, uh, of life in south central yeah and it's, it's like the inner city you know yeah well and and for people and for you and you and me and our friends and stuff growing up in rural northwest pennsylvania right and being shielded from all this boys in the hood is like a it's like a kind of like a holy shit moment right yeah like oh my god like, like i didn't know this was like this because exactly, we, live, yeah. we live in Hicktown, PA. <laughs> oh, exactly. And that was, and I think that's why a movie, this movie being on the list is so important is just that, that exposure that, and it's an excellent film just right. to be real. It's an excellent film. Uh, next Wayne's world, 1992, which yes, yes. Wayne's world. Dude. Like, yeah. If, if there's a movie on here that just like, just screams like, you know, that gen or not even, not even so much like gen extra. Well, with uh, Wayne and Garth, though, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it is such a such a iconic movie for that that time period. Yes, yes. Though I think you the point you were bringing up a good point though. When you start getting into the '90s, right? Mm -hmm. You start talking about more of you start getting into more of like the crossover, right? Where now you and I are a little bit older, and the people born after us are a little bit older, like that. The very beginning of the millennials. And they're just starting to get into these movies. So I think you can make the argument that Wayne's World isn't maybe so much a Gen X movie as it is kind of like that crossover, that yeah. crossover time period where you start getting into the mid to late 90s where it's like, well, I don't know. These are more millennial coming of age films, though clearly Wayne and Garth are millennial or I'm sorry, are Gen X characters. Yes. Yeah. It, um, these, these like next few are kind of in that same category because they start hitting that yeah. weird gray area. I'll go through them real So, like, Singles, 1992, Reality yep. Bites, 1994, and Clerks, 1994, which Clerks, I, yes, definitely, I think, more so that cross, uh, Empire Records, which is the next one. All of those, all of those, I, I would make the argument that I'm not sure, I'm not sure I would peg them as, like, the Gen X movie list. I no. would, right? Don't those feel like more like the crossover movies? Yeah, because at this point, we're already, like, we're 14. Yes. Know, when these are out. And that, again, that's, you know, we're ass and Gen X. So people exactly. born 15 years. So they're like, well, almost 30. Like they're not going to yeah. love clerks or empire records at 30. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that weird gray area as far as these ones go. And they give them swingers for last. Yeah. I don't, again, I don't, 
I don't care. So, so we, especially when we look at like swingers and it, which I love empire records, I swingers, I, I have no comment on, but, but I think when, when, when you and I talk about the list that you have, I think there is a, I think there is a reason and a significant reason on some of the movies to say, I, replace some of these with, with this one. Yes. And I do have a list for that. Yes, I don't, I don't have do. the, I don't have the replace this one for this one. I just have a, I just call it the honorable mentions. Yes. Yeah, so we, we would knock some off here is what we're saying. Yeah. We would knock some off here. For sure. Yeah. And I'll get to this here in just a second, but I wanted to touch on Clerks. Yes. Do you think Clerks is one of those movies that I, I like, like, I love Kev Smith. He's, he's a funny mm-hmm. dude. He's made some pretty interesting films. This one it was his first film. It was not my favorite. I'm not a huge Clerks fan. Were you? I, so I guess it's, it's weird because I wouldn't call myself, I, I would agree with you on the fact that I wouldn't call myself like a big Clerks fan. I think Clerks is a very funny film. I don't hold it probably in the same, in, on the same pedestal that other people do. I think, I think it was funny. And here's what I think makes Clerks work. And to answer your, I think your question is, Clerks at the time broke the mold of what could be a successful movie. That's true. It was very low budget. I think he made the movie for like $10,000. It was like, yeah, so, and it was really, and everything was shot around the store. Yeah. Yeah. He did it on, on no budget, did the whole thing in black and right. white. Cause he, you know, couldn't, couldn't color grade. And, right. Uh, yeah. But you know, when you compare it to, you know, like empire records, much, much larger budget, you know, bigger right. cast. Right. I love that movie. I've seen that probably, probably 20 times. Yeah. It's, Clerks is definitely, I can see how Clerks would be divisive because it, it broke the mold, but at the same time, I mean, it's, I mean, I think it's still a very, it's a very specific type of comedy, right? Which is not going to be as, I think, as a, uh, attractive. I think the, the, the comedy is not going to be as, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, relatable, almost? Something like Empire Records, you can be like funny, haha, right? But something like Clerks is going to be more like, oh, I get that. Or oh, I find that funny because the character works in a you know in a store, right? Yeah. Did you know I, Empire I, Empire Records? It was written by <gasps> by an ex uh, Tower Records employee. Really? Yeah, I remember hearing that. I somewhere. actually I actually did not know, but that does explain why Empire Records is essentially a replacement for Tower Records. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean that's that's everyone who watched that. Anyone who's seen Empire Records is just like okay, that's Tower Records. It's pretty much Tower Records. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I guess for as far as the defining aspect of it, you know, Clerks definitely does have that defining feature. It may be a yeah. little bit late in the in in this, but you know, you have to kind of like reset your mind a little bit as far as like when this actually came out. It was it was VHS. It was go to the go to the store and rent it. Yes. And you know, it, it just it was a whole different vibe in, in just the way you saw it and the way you took it in. Uh, yeah. So. I think, yeah, I mean, maybe I'm shitting, shitting on too much here, so. No, and I don't, th- I don't think we are. I think it's just that. No, me, personally. Um, I, I think that, I think it's still, it, it, a, a specific audience still finds it funny, and not everyone is going to fall into that specific audience. Yeah. Oh, all right, here we go, Joe. All right. This is my, this is my honorable mentions list. Yes. Yes, I, I love it is like 30, 30 movies long. I love the length and energy you put into this list. Uh, okay, so here we go. When we're done with this, right. we're going to get ready to check out of this episode. Are you, what are you doing? Are you just ripping right through it? I'm just going down through it. All right, let's go. All right, here we go. Go. <sighs> All right. The honorable mentions are Howard the Duck, Night, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes, yes. Rambo, mm-hmm. The Terminator. Lost mm-hmm. Boys, Short Circuit, Teen Wolf, yes. Red Dawn, the original. Uh, <laughs> fucking nice Friday, dude. Friday. Yes. Friday. Friday. That, oh. Uh, gr- okay, this one's a little girly, for, but girls just want to have fun. Yes, this definitely a movie for Debo. Such, like, such a iconic 80s movies for the girls. Yeah, like they, I'm, I'm, I was subject to this one a lot too. Uh, Mall rats, kids, yep. ET, uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah. How? 
wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, but I gotta stop you just for a second because like how did those how did those movies get passed over? E.T. and Indiana Jones? I know, right? Yeah, here, there's two more for you. Ready? Top Gun and Batman. Of course. And okay, fucking so Batman. When I, <laughs> uh, when I read this list, I, and I think I think the point Collider was trying to make is they were trying to pick coming of age movies. But if you're just gonna say it's a Gen X movie list, how do you miss Top Gun and the original Batman? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Full Metal Jacket, Stand By Me. Yeah. That's a coming-of-age story. Well, that's right. That's, isn't that like the coming-of-age story, right? Dude. Yeah, was, I think that was like 85 or something like that, somewhere in there, 86. Yeah. Oh, it was such a, such a great movie. Uh, Predator with... Uh, of course. Come on. <laughs> Come on. How is this not a coming-of-age story? Come on. <laughs> I was in the jungle. I killed the predator. Come on. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the never ending story, dude. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. I, I, that I can, when that one popped in my head, I'm like, wait a minute. All right. So, uh, the abyss, such a fantastic movie, dude. The abyss is a great, great sci-fi movie. Yes. Back to the motherfucking future. Yeah. Mother, mother sucking future. Mother, mother <laughs> schnoikin future. Dude. Like that, dude, that like back to the future just screams that time period. Yes. It does. Uh, and so does the Karate Kid. Yeah. Oh, no? yeah, absolutely. Superman. How's about... The, the, the OG Superman. OG Superman. OG Superman, okay. How's about a little movie called Jaws? I, I feel... Is that about... That's about like a camel, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy camel that runs around <laughs> bites people. Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That should have made what, what what year was that? Any idea? I think it was like 88, 89, something like that. That should have been on there. Uh, Jurassic Park. Okay. I mean, that was pr- what's the, that was that was mid 90s, right? I think it was 90, 91 or 92, right? Yeah, it was very early yeah. 90s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Home Alone. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna include crossover movies, why not that? That's not even that crossover. I think it was like 1990. Yeah, you're. I mean, yeah, that's the scary part, right? Some of these movies are older than I remember. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh no. Uh, the Lion King. Uh, yeah. Mm, yep. Uh, this one a little bit of a stretch. I think it was like '94 again, but uh, Forrest Gump, dude, like such a great movie. I, also, also, what one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, if they're gonna put Absolutely. Forrest, or if they're not, if they're gonna put, you know, movies from 1994. How the hell can they leave Forrest Gump off there? Right. I agree. Uh, Silence of the Lambs. This next one is huge, and I'm not sure how. Oh, yeah. Uh, Star Wars. Well, yes, because <laughs> that's, I, 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 again, this is my beef with Collider. Like, they just picked, like, 12 or 15 movies from, like, 80, uh, basically 86 to, like, 94 or f- uh, 6 or so that that I, the more I think about it are even more nonsensical because that Gen X was is is literally Star Wars. Yeah. I can't believe they left that off the list. I I, I, don't, I don't, okay. I, I still don't know the criteria that they used. It didn't say. Like what age, no, what, it didn't what, either. What dates, what age ranges, what, what was the criteria for the movies that they were picking? Fif- 15 movies that define Gen X. Yes, that's and they it. And they, don't, and they don't have Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Collider knows what the hell Gen X is because I think what they thought was that it was us, like me and you. And it's it's everyone older than us. Yeah, don't forget about people that are 15 years older than we are. They were at the beginning Six, of Gen X. 65 to 80. Yeah. Uh, yeah you're missing quite geez. a lot of people there. Jesus Collider. All right, a few more. Uh, okay. Alien slash aliens. Yep. yep. Uh, Apocalypse Now. Fantastic yep. movie. Uh, Platoon. Yeah. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yes. The Exorcist. I mean, come on. Dude, I saw that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deliverance. That one, yep. for, that was a big, dude, I saw that movie probably 10 times when I was younger, but it wasn't for the scene everybody remembers. It was just a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, just, I just fast forward to that one scene. I'm like, cool, I got to see just, this again. Like, let, let's do this again, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Deer Hunter. Okay. Carrie. Halloween. Carrie, Carrie. Halloween, uh, yep. The Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, 85, maybe? Yeah, I don't like remember, that. but 
But yeah, like, how do you miss that? Huge movie back then. Uh, all right, so four or five more. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Dirty, <laughs> Dirty Harry's a stretch because it was like early 70s. Yeah, but still, but still, though, that may be even less of a stretch because that would be Gen X. Yes. Uh, the Firm, Lethal Weapon, and last but not least, Die Hard. And I actually wrote it wrong on here. I put Did Hard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but Die Hard. Freaking Die Hard, yes. man. That yes. was 88, I, was it? The first one, 89? So, yeah, I, I'm just going to, you know, I know Collider was trying their best, but I think they missed, like, some of the core of Gen X. Yeah, so shame on you, Collider. Or at least yeah. at least clarify uh, what sort of, like, you know, criteria. Criteria you use, which just seems to be, like, what are the movies that I remember from the 80s? <laughs> yeah, it does seem to be, like you said, sort of those coming-of-age stories, more or less. Yeah. But, you know, maybe put that on there. Except for Be- but they but here but then they put Beetlejuice on here. Beetlejuice isn't a coming of age story. Beetlejuice is a is a comedy. Do Beetlejuice is a dark comedy? But was was the was Winona Ryder's character was it like was it a uh, coming of age story? But not not for her. It was more of uh it was more of a story about her, but not not she did she doesn't like. She doesn't go through like a year of like high school or something in it, you know? Yeah. Wayne's world is not, is not a coming of age story. No, it's actually two Gen Xers who, 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 uh, accidentally find themselves in the middle of, uh, like the production industry. Yeah. Swingers, not a coming of age story. So yeah, their, their, their criteria is, is not what we think it might be. So no collider. I don't know what the hell they're doing. I don't know. (laughs) So, all right, man, we have, uh, we've gone over an hour. We need to wrap this one up. I have, uh, I got some stuff I got to take care of here at the home front. All right. Uh, so thank you guys all for tuning in and we'll see you on the next one. Talk to you next time. <laughs>